We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Road of His Baseball Show on the Road of His Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland, and I am again joined today by Conor O'Driscoll. We've had him on for a couple of shows, so we've talked through his series up on roadofhis.com about not overthinking how to build unique baseball rosters. Today we are going to talk about fixing hyperfragile. We did talk about Zero RB, we talked about Hero RB over the last two shows. If you haven't heard those ones, you can head back and check them out on the road of his best ball podcast feed make sure you are subscribed to the feed we'll have lots of content coming out from myself from zach krueger uh, and you know we will have shows from the likes of myself and sean siegel where we're doing some of these best ball drafts and we'll be posting them up there from time to time as well and some content from the likes of ben gretch curtis patrick uh, dave caven and, and all the gang up on the road of his radio team will be having some of their best ball drafts posted up there and the fun thing about doing those drafts and then posting up on the feeds is like the draft that we did come we'll mention it one more time connor we came second to you in the ffpc best ball tournament and uh we came second myself and blair and sean but um that show was recorded and we were able to post it before the final week of that tournament we were able to listen back to it and it's fun to, to hear back those drafts and to see how it went and that was a massive success i know we came second you can first but 125 thousand dollars in prize money going to the road of his team in that tournament as we took the one to finish so hopefully we'll have some success again this season we did have a lot of the other parts of the road of his team including curtis patrick over in the underdog tournament finishing pretty high up there as well so uh, let's have a big year this year and to do that you can read Connor's work up on rotoviz.com, but you can also follow him on Twitter, which is at DricoOut, D-R-I-C-O-O-U-T. You can check out all his content that's posted up there and all the information if you want to interact with him on Twitter. We're hoping that we get him to 1,000 subscribers before week one of the NFL season. So head on over, give him that follow. Much appreciated. But Connor, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again, Colin. We're going to dive into fixing hyperfragile. Um I guess we'll start off with hyperfragile first. You know, we talk about these. I often say this. We we talk about strategies. We talk about the intricacies of it, the structure of these teams. And sometimes because we're talking about it all the time, we're just like, yeah, everyone knows that all the time. But do you want to give a quick uh, summary of, of hyperfragile and what that structure is trying to achieve versus, let's say, a, a zero RB structure? Yeah. So this is a 
hyper-fragile is a structure for if you really like drafting early running backs. It's the best way to combine all these things, get your early running backs without sacrificing too much on the other positions. And what it entails is you're, you're taking your third running back in round four or earlier, and then you generally stop at four or five, depending on how the draft goes. And so you're kind of, you're loading up on quality, but you're limiting the quantity. And one thing that's really interesting about this structure is that it doesn't, it did, or at least last year, it didn't work very well in underdog last year. And which is a little bit surprising because it is a half point PPR. So you would expect that to help the, the hyper fragile teams more than uh, let's say anchor or zero running back. But uh, despite being used by about one in 10 teams, it, uh, it it just had horrible results. It didn't uh, didn't advance to the playoffs well. It didn't fare well in the semifinals. And then it got only 0.08% teams to the finals. And it, it, you'd be tempted to say, oh, hey, that's because of this running back or that running back. But believe it or not, it's not the running back's fault. It's the way the structure has been implemented. Because by taking these running backs early, oftentimes they do that at the expense of taking a, a, an elite tight end or, or early quarterbacks. And these drafters, they kind of get funneled into these tree quarterback or tree tight end, or, or sometimes both builds. And as we discussed in the in the first series, uh, that is just not going to cut it in tournaments. You're just you're not giving yourself the, the weekly upside that you need, or even the season long upside that you need with that approach. So when we talk about uh, fixing this structure, the uh, I guess just just to just to give some some stats, only on of these hyper fragile teams only about 20% are going two quarterback and two tight ends. And, 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 and that is, like I said, that's just not going to cut it. Interestingly, in hyper-fragile builds, they actually, one thing that's interesting about these hyper-fragile teams is that they actually use elite quarterback a lot more often than elite tight end. Well, a little bit more often, 29% versus 21%. And that is kind of a big mistake because you are sacrificing by going a league quarterback over two quarterbacks in the window. You're sacrificing about 2% of playoff rate, which is a big deal. Uh, you're sacrificing about 0.5% of semifinal rate. And then you're, you are sacrificing some final rate there as well. And the reason why that's a bad idea is because you're essentially, you go hyper fragile and then a league quarterback you're essentially just saying there's no chance that you're going to get an elite tight end. And we talked, we talked a lot about why you need the elite tight end and, and why it's a mistake to just forego that. Uh, and so if you actually, instead of going elite quarterback, you go elite tight end. And then the beauty of using the two quarterbacks in the window is that they don't over, that doesn't overlap with elite tight end or hyper fragile. So you get your you get your running backs, you get your tight end, and then your your picks 
in round six through 12 can be used for quarterbacks. And, and I guess you fill out your wide receivers and, and your, your, uh, your T2 and your RB4 after that. You are just improving the results so much. So uh, by combining uh, two quarterbacks in the window and elite tight end to hyper fragile, you are improving your your semifinal rate from 1.4% to 3.96%, which is just a huge jump. And by the way, only 379 teams in the whole tournament actually did that, uh, combined those structures. So you can just see just these fun, these hyper fragile drafters just getting funneled into these suboptimal constructions. Whereas when you when you do or when I do or when you want to do hyper fragile, you you add so much by just I guess playing it optimally. And then on top of that, and this is kind of like a, a, a an ancillary. It's kind of like an on top of those mistakes. Oftentimes, the uh, hyper-fragile uh, drafters, they're taking their RB4 too early. And so if you actually delay that out to pass round eight, you actually get a 19.5% playoff rate. And so you've gone from 14% to 19.5%. Huge deal. Semi-final rate gone, gone up to 5.7%. And then half a percent of teams get into the final. Only 0.14% of uh, teams in Best Ball Mania 2 did that last year. And just, I guess, just to make sure that we're not uh, we're not just over-optimizing from the Fluky 2021 season, if you look at Fanball for 2017 through 2020, you get a 14.3% win rate, which is actually, it's like 5.5% stronger than, or sorry, 6.5% stronger than the baseline for that strategy. It's probably, this, this, kind of structure is probably the best example of just exploiting mistakes that your opponent are making by just playing by playing it optimally and you get your use usage rate your utilization rate down to almost nothing see when you're talking i just want to make the point to people listening who may not be familiar with the win percentages or may not be using the tools on the website when you're talking about increasing the percentages of some of these advanced rates or uh you know you mentioned there like half a percent to is the, the amount of teams that made the final you know they are massive numbers in general circumstances you know increasing something by one percent or two percent doesn't seem like a big number in these best ball tournaments when you're talking about over the course of a season trying to get into the prize money those little differences are massive and a lot of those differences that you've touched on there connor are just for when you draft the player not even the player you draft just for how to implement the structure correctly the other thing i was going to mention is you know, we talked in the Zero RB episode about people saying it doesn't win. Does it win? I've never seen it win a tournament. When will it ever win a tournament? And so on. And it's the same with this. Like a lot of people are drafting some form of robust or hyper fragile running back draft. And because there's such a volume being used in this, like nobody ever talks about, well, it was used in 50% of the drafts and not like, you know, one of those teams, one out of all them teams, you know, it's again, it's a massive sample size. You touched there on the amount of teams that actually implemented all the things you talked about correctly in the tournament. So I think again, like, you know, using it correctly is vital. You said about if you do get those running backs, you need to wait a little bit and get the quarterback in the quarterback window rather than going for the real top end 
quarterback in the fourth or fifth round and then the elite tight end has to come in there so a lot of it is solely about making the right decisions at the right times and again i, I mentioned this and i can't reiterate this enough this the, the win percentages are the advanced percentages are the you know the, they might seem tiny but those numbers do really translate into success you're talking about the difference between losing a uh, half your bankroll and uh possibly winning some money and i did touch there on robust running back and then obviously we're looking at hyper fragile and you mentioned taking you know three running backs in the first three rounds let's say for people listening that maybe aren't familiar and they've heard us in the past talking about zero rb now they're hearing us talking about hyper fragile and i know some of the teams you've drafted this year with sean and i've drafted a couple of teams and they are hyper fragile builds and then people are like well that's not zero running back use no it's always zero running back (laughs) what's the difference then and when we're talking about not doing a robust running back draft versus implementing a correct hyper fragile approach well i think something that we've always talked about is that we none of us here are married to one structure we're never going to just hey i'm going to do the same structure every draft no matter what that's just what i'm going to do uh, a lot of it is focused around taking players that we like and then combining that in different ways to make sure that the entire roster is strong where that kind of comes into play is so we've take we've seen running backs in round one, two, and three that we really like, right? We've taken, let's say, CMC, we've taken DeAndre Swift, and then we've finished up with DeAndre, uh, sorry, Saquon Barkley. And so we, we, we really like those players. We've, we've kind of like, we've put out our fence to, to take these stands on these running backs. And then what separates that hyper-fragile from robust running back is that if you're playing a robust running back, you've taken those three running backs, and then you're saying, oh, well, actually, on top of that, I like this other running back, and I like this other running back. And so you've taken three early, and then maybe you finished up with five or six. And so by finishing up with five or six, what essentially that means that you've done is you haven't taken wide receivers early, and then you have only ta- you haven't taken as many wide receivers as you need to, given that you haven't taken them early. And so where hyperfragile separates that is from that is, okay, we've taken our early running backs and then we're going to, to make up for the lack of quality in receivers that we're used to with nine or 10, because this is best ball. We know that all wide receiver scoring is volatile. And so we, we're not going to have Cooper Cup. We're not going to have Jamar Chase, but we're just going to have a bunch more, and, and we hope that those scores uh, combined with our three great running backs at the start uh, just carry us through. Whereas, uh, like I said, robust RB, they are ignoring the early re- receivers and then sometimes they're only taking six or five, five or six, and, and, and that's just not enough. It, it, it's just not going to help you win in the playoffs. You might win in the playoffs, but... you're making it very difficult for yourself. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, the other key part, just to reiterate as well, is when you are taking those room boxes, is to cap it uh, and and to cap it at four running backs in general with these eighteen uh, round bills. Is that what is that what you'd advise to people listening? In? Yeah, generally you really do want to you want to cap it. Uh, I I do think that depending on how late you take that fourth running back, like if you take your uh, your fourth running back in say round sixteen, it, it probably is okay to take a fifth one. But if you're taking your fourth running back in round ten or so then yeah you really got to stick at four there because you need you, you you just need the volume at wide receiver to make up for the quality and the last question i'm going to finish up with today and this is one really putting you on the spot because we haven't discussed this at all before the show but on the series when we originally started last year myself and zachary kruger went through numerous different you know options like this for the, the builds overall for the tools on the website and different things like that so the question i have for you is out of the tools that you're using in these particular articles in this series the series again is don't overthink building unique best ball mania tree rosters this one is fixing hyper fragile it will be linked to in today's show notes which of the tools on the website are you using and like finding the one that if you were sending to people listening today they haven't used the tools on the website they're just reading the articles dive into the tools i'm recommending that to you which which tool do you send for them to, to jump in first um, the tool that I would most recommend is the roster construction tool, uh, the underdog roster construction explorer. And that is so useful in seeing A, what combinations worked, and also B, what people actually did last year. So one thing that, that's really interesting is that it when you put in these settings, so let's say you, you put in into 
this tool uh, that I'm going to pull up here in front of myself that you put in, hey, you, you start off, you, you look at the tool and you start off with the amount of teams. Okay, we've got 1,000, or sorry, 155,375 teams here. And now what we're going to do is, let's say we put in uh, RB1 after round five. You can now see the number of teams that did that, how it did in the playoffs, how it did in the semifinals, how it did in the finals. And you can do that with all these positions. You can do it with, oh, how did it take my quarterback two before round 10? How did that do? How did it take in quarterback two before round 10? And uh, I find these can be really useful in, in so drafts when you're trying to figure out which position should I go? How often do people do this? And so I can see, hey, quarterback two before round 10, 19.4% playoff rate. Love that. And then I can see that uh, only 11,500 teams actually did that and stuck at two quarterbacks. I love that. And uh, I guess it, it, it's that, that sort of question when, when you're building your teams, when you're drafting your teams, being able to answer that yourself uh, on demand uh, with whatever customization that you want, I, I think that's so valuable. And then one thing that I would also recommend is you also have the fan ball roster construction explorer and you can you can kind of check that with the older data with 2015 through 2021 and see how does that hold up with the bigger sample size i think that that is a, a really valuable exercise that's a great piece of advice now it also advise that we do have that available on the website for the ffpc as well um again listeners listening i think the dogs really want to let us know that they are going robust running back they're not interested in the hyper fragile approach this year but i I would recommend that uh if you're listening to go hyper fragile if you aren't going modified or zero rb and drafts this year to help set you up for success again this article will be listed in the show notes today but if you want to sign up get access to the tools access to the content up on the website you can get a 10% discount to a one-year Rotoviz subscription by using the code RVRADIO2022 at checkout. And that will give you access to all of the content and all of the tools and help you set up for your drafts in 2022. Once again, I am joined today by Connor O'Driscoll. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at DricoOut, which is D-R-I-C-O-O-U-T. Connor is a writer on rotoviz.com and is also the 2021 FFPC Baseball Tournament Champion check him out on twitter make sure you're giving him a follow my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland until we're back with another podcast have a good one